Straightforward Farming. News and comment brought to you by FTFB. Now, Straightforward Farming. Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Straightforward Farming Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Reed, alongside Mr. Nick McCormick. We're going to have to get some feedback. I wonder if people like the new theme music or if we should just go back to the old boring tailgate talk. I, or, I haven't heard anything. I haven't either. I don't know what they think of that. I'll have to ask around. We can easily dump it. Hell, it ain't no big deal. <laughs> We're easy going around yeah. here. We'll give the people what they want. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. So... So you're out of the pulling tractor business. Mm-hmm. That's that's got to be a decent feeling, I would think. You know, yeah, it's fine. I mean, we're still in the business of working on them, selling parts, this, that, and the other. And I'm sure I'll end up driving somebody's here and there, yeah. whatever when they can't make it somewhere or whatnot. But as far as owning one, we're out of it for now, and, yeah. and that's fine. Yeah, got enough stuff going on with the kids and and life in general and whatnot. It it was time. It, yeah, it's fine. Yep. At least now you can come and go as you please. Yeah. Have you ever decide to build one? You can build one, you know. You know and it, for me, that's the fun part, right? Like, exactly. That's what I enjoy. So yeah, I honestly have contemplated just building one up, just a chassis. I wouldn't even put a motor in it. Just building up a chassis with the sheet metal. Yeah. Just to see it sitting there. But I'm not going to do it anytime soon. But I, I could see me doing it at some point in time, sure. just for the just for the fun of doing it. But yep. I probably won't. But yep. You ever think you'll build something you could pull local with your boy? You well, know, no six, ten sixty. Yeah. You know, just something. Yeah. Ain't going to yeah, break the bank. I, you I could see that. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't mind getting back into that. Honestly, you know, I look back on those days in the farm stock class pretty fondly. Like, we had a great group of people. And you know s- several of them, actually. Mm-hmm. All great people. Like, when you know, we pulled in that class from roughly 91 to 97, I think, roughly. Wasn't a bad guy in the group. Like, they're yeah. all good guys. I'm still friends with a lot of them today. Um, just, just a great group of people and had a ton of fun. You know, we wanted to expand and go to some – some different places we hadn't been and some of the bigger pools and whatnot. So we moved to the pro stock class and that was all well, good and great. But I look back on those farm stock days. I'm like, didn't really realize quite how good we had it. Mostly because of the great group of people we had, Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and almost all those guys have moved on in some way, shape or form. And the guys that are doing it now in that class are good guys too. But I, you know, I didn't grow up with them or whatever at that point in time, you know, I was fairly young and, and, uh, just a, great group of yeah. people to be around well know? and the the cool part is now too with you guys having the knowledge and the know-how to, to do what you do you know your dad is obviously you know he's no spring chicken anymore he's in his 70s yeah but you know he still enjoys it still likes working still you know at least now you got the freedom let's say next summer you each wanted to buy a 1066 and i'm not talking itpa i'm talking just your local brush yeah. pulls here and there yeah. you could each buy one build one and have a good old grudge gotcha. match you know yeah. and just have yeah. a hell of a good time, you yeah. know? And that may happen. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, from part of what I don't like about pulling today, and it's no different than any other motorsport because it's all gotten this way. I don't care if you're racing four-wheelers, if you're a NASCAR, if you're doing whatever, you know, in the old old days, quote-unquote, of any of those sports, right, like drag racing, whatever it is, you built a lot of your own stuff, you bought a little bit of it, you, know, you tried to do the best of what you had, you manipulated it or whatnot, all that stuff has turned to, CNC, turnkey, this, that, and the other. Yep. It's no different than going to your Ford dealer and picking out a, a Lariat or a Platinum, for the most part. A lot of those guys have stuff done, and nothing wrong with that. But for me, I enjoyed knowing that I built a lot of the pieces in that tractor. Right. I didn't just buy the pieces and whatever. You know, anybody that can write a check that's good can buy the pieces. Yep. I enjoyed building the pieces. Yeah. And that's, so, like I said, I, I almost get more enjoyment out of building it than I do. Yeah. Uh, sort of like if I build a new house and I go out and buy a bunch of deer mounts to hang on the wall. It's, yeah. it's not the same, you know, no, I'd it's rather the same as shooting them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a great comparison. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, your boy's getting older now and old enough and you know, that'd be cool. You know, like say, then if it's too hot, if it's raining, you're not driving five States away. Yeah. You know, Hey, I'm going to have a grudge match with grandpa this weekend, you know, yeah. 10 miles away, you know, yeah, exactly. everybody get a kick out of it. Yeah. Who cares who wins or loses? It was fun. Yeah, know? exactly. And that may happen. Who knows? You know, 
And at least that stuff don't break the bank. No. You know, if you got the know-how like you guys do to to work on it yourself. I mean, that's a little different animal, but. Yeah. It's, uh, because I, I do enjoy going to some of the local polls, but the speed limits and all that stuff. Sorry, Tom Grant, if you're listening. Tom's a good friend of mine in Missouri. (laughs) But that, that turned it off for me. And I'm not saying we got to go out there and try to ruin it so you can spend the most money but i didn't come to watch a tractor pull four mile an hour you yeah, know <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of skill in driving those mile an hour tractors it really is but i have a really hard time watching them yeah, yeah. me too yeah yeah and i what, can't i can't do antiques which, so. let's face it tractor pulling essentially and don't blame me for this but essentially it's a good reason for a lot of people to drink beer in one exactly spot, in one spot together and talk yeah. you know be no different than if fishing was actually fun to watch other people do yeah you know it's for beer drinking and there happens to be a tractor pulling aside and yeah. you know it, it's more for a community fundraiser for most places it's a community fundraiser exactly. for the lions club or whoever it is that's putting it on we're supporting it for that there happens to be a tractor pull happen, happening over here which means a lot to the participants and a few of the fans so that they can brag to their buddy that, you know, my 1066 buddy kicked the shit out of your 4430 yeah. buddy or vice yep. versa, 60, whatever, you know. And to me, all these local pulls, when they brought back what they call the barnyard class, which truly yes. is farm tractors. Yes. I'm talking toolboxes mounted to them. Yeah. And if you are if you live locally, you know that this tractor was hooked to a feed yeah. grinder 30 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the most fun to watch because it's truly that. You know, yeah. this guy gets to drinking. Well, yeah. fuck you. I'm going to go and get my AC 185. I'll yeah. beat your... You yeah. know, whatever. I'll beat your 560. Yeah. Right. But it, it didn't happen. But it didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. But it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I enjoy watching them more than, you know, and when I was a kid, I would sit there in the stands and watch every single tractor go down the track intentively. Of course, I wasn't yeah. old enough to drink beer. Yeah. I loved every minute of it. But now it's like, I'm going to stand back here and drink beer as long as I got a little bit of noise in the background, background. and some diesel smoke smell. Yeah. yeah. We're good. You know, one of the polls we used to go to had true barnyard classes, like 3,500, 4,500 pounds. They were all lightweightly on M's, H's, whatever. And, you know, it was all kids driving. We had to be under 14 or whatever to drive. And, you know, we had to pull low gear only. And then the dad walked along with a piece of twine string on the coil wire. So mm-hmm. if it got out of control, they could just pull the wire. And it wasn't super exciting to watch other than the grudge match fact and, you know, little Johnny's out there doing his yeah. thing and that's neat and whatever. And, and, but that's how it all gets started, right? Like we don't, we probably don't put enough emphasis and respect on that. Not everybody's going to start out on a five engine mod. Yeah. You know, right. you got to have, you got to have the base stuff to get worked into it. Just like you're not going to probably going to start out farming 5,000 acres. You're going to work your way in on a, on a little yeah. bit of ground. You know, grandpa's like, yeah, you're old enough, son. Here, here's 20 acres, 40 acres, whatever you, you do it your way and, mm-hmm. and we'll work you into it. And, uh, and that, and that's how it should be. Yeah. The one thing that I don't like at the tractor poles, I love watching them, but I can't stand the noise is the pickup trucks. That noise just goes right through me. But I love watching them. But it's like, God damn, them things are miserably loud. They're, they're miserably and, loud. I won't go on my tirade about trucks because I've got a lot of friends that pull trucks. But two-wheel drive trucks suck. Yeah, they're I don't need do a two-wheel drive. They're, they're not no. worth a shit in real life. No. Nobody buys a two-wheel drive truck anymore. No. You know why? Because they're not worth a shit. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the funny part is, is when you and I were kids, we were probably, what, 10 years old when they very first brought trucks to the local poles. Yeah. That's uh, but, when it was fun. It was like, literally the guy with the baling twine and shit falling yeah. out the back, a cooler, spare tires, full of junk. You know? the, the end of your 79 Ford eras, you know, in your mid-80s trucks, and guys would just pull them off the farm, and they would pull, and then, then the diesel guys started pulling, you know, when 94 Dodge Cumminses and yep. so on and so forth. We're, we're, and then we're like, well, we're mixing them. Well, then, they're, you know, the diesels are so much heavier. It's like, well, shit, we got to split them up. But it was who didn't like going to a pole, seeing their buddy pull their truck that they were still making payments on, yeah. blow the drive shaft, clear exactly. out of it, and be like, ha, 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 your ass is walking home tonight. Yeah. You know, where nobody's giving him a ride, you know. Right. That was the fun days. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then it morphed into where they're actually built for pulling or whatever, and then it's not as much fun, right? Like, you wanted to see your buddy screw up his new truck. Right. You know? Yeah, because back then, every truck pulling was a daily driver. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't matter. It was from the dairy farmer whose truck was beat all through hell yeah. to the rich kid down the street whose mom and dad paid for his, but yeah. it was a brand new, you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. That that was great. That was when it was fun. It was. It was absolutely awesome. But. You know, you could count on a few broken drive shafts, 
he could count on a couple of Chevys hopping and bouncing and the wheels turning in on themselves. Yep. Like, it was just clockwork. You knew that was going to happen. A bumper was going to get tore down right. way low because he didn't have a good hitch in it or whatever, you know. Yep. It, it, that was when it was fun. And if you guys would go to YouTube, God, man, I have to Google that up real quick. It's uh, what the what what did Tucker call that? The 1993 Sturgeon Grand, Grand National. Grand, yeah, so go to YouTube, type in 1993 Stewardson, S-T-E-W-A-R-D-S-O-N, Grand Nationals. That's a local poll here where Nick and I live. And Nick would have been 13, 14 years old yeah, at the time. 14, yeah. He pulled his 1468 International. But the whole poll is on there, and that's back when a very mean tractor was a 1066. It would have been going, what, yeah. I don't know, 10 mile an hour down the track, yeah, 12. Probably. I mean, you know, yeah. nothing by today's standards. They didn't even have a roller. It was no. that blade. It yeah. bled the whole shot. Yep. That's back when Darren Pickish had that 1130 Massey and just, or 1150 and just kicked the shit out of everybody. Yeah. And, and that night on that video, he put like 20 feet on yeah. everybody. <laughs> but, yeah. but now, if you like that older tractor pulling that was vintage, you yeah, know, I'm not talking. Real tractors. Yeah, I'm not yeah. talking tractors from back then pulling today. I'm talking this was the real deal back then. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. But it's a good video. A lot of safety there. They had that piece of uh, electric fence wire between the track and your pickup truck. Yeah. <laughs> Hardly, I mean, pretty much impenetrable. Yeah. I mean, there's no way a stray tractor could get through that. Exactly. <laughs> if a guy could have collected cans at that deal, you could have funded your pulling operation for five years. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That, that I've never seen so many beer cans in one spot in all my life. No, it, it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Man, when that was still good. I don't know that I was ever old enough to drink but by the time that ended. You know, I don't know that I ever had a beer Yeah, I there. probably will. Well, I tell you what. Uh, see, we graduated in 98. I remember when I come home from wheat harvest that summer, I got home the night of that tractor pull and went up there. So we'd have been 18. And, yeah, I'm going to say within a year, they yeah. moved it then. They moved it, yeah. Probably. I don't, I, don't think I, ever, I, don't, I don't think I ever had a beer up there. But, you know, when we were kids – Tractor pulling had died off enough that that was like one of the only yeah pulls around here at the, the time. One that was still going, yeah. And I mean that brought people from far and wide. I mean, and it was always on a Thursday night. You'd yeah. ask anybody, yeah, you could go fifty miles from here and say something about Sturgeon, Illinois. Oh, they they got that tractor pulled down there. We you could go, go farther than that, and they and they knew about it. When I got to college, I ran into several guys. Oh yeah, I know where that's at. I mean, you know, we went with my uncle down there to pull one time. You know whatnot. But it uh, it's not the same anymore. <laughs> No, that, that was a lot of fun back then. Oh, it was. It was a good time. Yeah, and They didn't sell beer there, so it was all bring your own. And I mean, because yeah. they had it there at the local co-op. And I worked there after the fact. Well, I tell you what, we would have been of age because when I was working at Equity, they were still having it there for probably a year or two. So we might have been 21 or 22 when they moved it. I think those couple years there, I always had to drive somebody's stuff, and I never drank and pulled. Well, that yeah, that so could have been. If, if I did, if I had a beer, it would have been after the pull. So I yep. probably had eight you know, beers afterwards, but I never drank before I pulled. But you would go out the morning after that, and that parking lot was literally right. silver oh, yeah. from beer cans. I yes, mean, absolutely. the most ungodly amount of beer cans you have ever seen in your life. <laughs> I forget what number truck it was, but they had that old shitty truck. Truck a, number three. Truck number. There was a couple years in there where it got entered in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think eventually somebody fairly high up found out about that. Yeah. Didn't think that put was the, funny, but put the clamps on it. But yeah, truck number three was about worth about. $3. Yeah, it was an it was an old Dodge. Yeah, it was and, worth about three dollars. It was probably a twenty-year-old truck at the time. I mean, it was. Just it was a, literally the third vehicle they yeah, bought in that company. Exactly when it, when it started in the fifties or forties, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the number three. Yeah, it was the third vehicle they had. Yeah, it was a pile of shit. <laughs> them, them were the good old days, though, as far as the pulling tractors. I mean, it was fun. You know, it, it didn't cost you fortune. You had to, to. You couldn't be an asshole because you had to have five friends because you're going to sling weights from ten thousand to sixteen thousand. Exactly. So somebody's got to move six thousand pounds of weight here, and you're not going to do that by yourself. So you better be nice to somebody. Yeah. yeah. You got to have some friends for that one. In between classes, out. Jim's wrapped up. We got to head over to the trailer. Throw two thousand pounds. We'll be back in a minute. You know. Yeah. Nothing like doing that when you're half drunk. Yeah. Come back. All your fingers are pinched. You're bleeding. 
Yeah. Your back hurts. What do you need? I need a beer. That's what I need. It'll get me through. <laughs> In fact, when we were little kids, I remember, I don't remember the, the jump on sleds where people physically no. jumped on them, but I do remember the sled was the pulling tractor pulled it down the track and then another tractor hooked onto it and pulled it back. It seems like, am I wrong or did it always, was it always a green Steiger? Like, yes. My memories of, of the pullback tractors, not at our local pull. Right. But because we went to a lot of pulls all over, you know, mostly in Illinois, but all over in general with my dad, it was always a green stagger. Yep. If like. you look back through a lot of them old pictures, it was always, always. a green stagger. Yep. Seemed like it. So in my mind, like that sled was so heavy, the only thing I would pull it was a stagger. Right. Like, exactly. So way you could pull it backwards. <laughs> yep. You know? <laughs> when that first motorized sled's come out, it's like, oh, that was revolutionary. Shit, that is awesome. Like, yeah. That's a really good idea. We should do this years ago. Yeah. <laughs> what a huge delay in that deal. <laughs> now they got cabs and air and the whole ball of wax. Well, it's like nobody had a retractable tow rope, you know, so right. they could just constantly keep it hooked and just back up at the speed of the vehicle. Right. Just pull up and nope. We got to have a guy in the front unhooking. We got to have a guy in the back rehooking. We'll yep. drag it back. Yeah. Had them sleds been designed different, it's like, why didn't you just pull it one way and then hook the next tractor on? He pulls it back. You know what I mean? Just keep going back and forth. <laughs> well, they've got those kind of poles. They're deadweight poles. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've got a kind of deal like that. That's a big deal like in Ohio. Dead, I've dead seen Is that where, and basically all you got to do is just move the sled, right? Yeah, they measure how far you move. You can pull it any direction. Yeah. And they just measure how far you move. you'll see like an old John Deere A with like oh, 30.5s yeah. on oh, it. Oh, yeah. And it down to 16,000 That's where them guys get they, to doing the bucket. Yeah, and they, they look like rodeo guys, yep. yeah, throwing their hands up. Get the yeah. tires warm, and they'll finally budge it about six inches, and she'll take mm-hmm. off then. But Yep. Yeah. But no, I never remember the the tractor pulling days where the guys stood on the sled. I don't even remember going well, to one. Well, you wanted a bunch of fat friends, exactly. And when your when your competitors were running, you sent them guys to the starting line. Yeah, well, when you were pulling, they just walk <laughs> off or yeah. move to the to the finish end. They're so unfair on those deals. Oh God. Like, you know how many, to think you know, all the whole crowd's drinking. I'm going to stand here. I'm going to step onto a moving object. Yeah, here. Yeah, I'm ten beers in. This is a great plan. <laughs> Uh, hardly any chance of getting hurt now yep we should we should petition the kentucky state fair and see if they'll bring one of them back at louisville one class of the ride on uh, sled ride on by sled. the pro stock yeah, usually had a semi set on top of it you know for dead weight or uh, you know a tractor just weighted to the gills yep on top of the sled and then for the movable weight we just step on it yeah because in fact before our time, like there in Sturgeon where they had that, they would actually haul dirt in on top mm-hmm. of the streets to build a pulling track mm-hmm. and then pick all the dirt back up. You know what they needed, Tony? Draft control on those. Exactly. Uh, that would have that, taken care of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those were the good old days, though. You have a have a pace tractor because if you went too fast, you couldn't step on the sled. Right. So a pace tractor, and if the guy was a little too rambunctious, he maybe ram into the pace tractor a time or two. They usually had a blade. Yep. You know, you keep, have to keep you keep back him, a little keep bit. Back a little bit. Yeah. Got carried away, pick the front end up, and set over top of the blade. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy times. Yeah, and back then you'd see a little bit of everything: Oliver's, Alice Chalmers. Yeah. I mean, all yeah. of it. You'd see it all. Yeah. And. So, coming from a guy like you who's always been in the pulling world, why, which I know they're shitty tractors, but why did you never see, like, Alice Chalmers, Case, some of these other companies? You know, why was there never, like, so, like, when you guys pulled ITPA, you know, years ago, 1466, and it was either 6030s, 1066s, 1466, pretty much ate up that entire class yeah. for the most part. But why was there never uh, 1130Ks, or, you know, or whatever the fucking numbers were? You know, we're in Alice Chalmers. I mean, IH motors are pretty easy to get power out of, and they're built pretty well. Um, Alice Chalmers got their own set of issues. For as much grief as IH torques catch, their torque was way better than than most anybody else's shift. All the rest of them jumped real bad, mm-hmm. where a torque was pretty smooth. Pretty smooth. 6030 had natural cubes. They could usually run a bigger pump and turbo, depending on how the rules were set up, because allegedly they had a 6-inch turbo and a P-pump, even though not all of them had that. Um, so that, that was the lion's share of it, I think, for the most part. And not that people didn't have ACs or whatnot, but I mean, as you're, if you, if you cut the farming demographic and look at how many people have this, that, and the other, well, you know, by then it was starting to drift red and green. Yeah. 
which explains why those other companies went out earlier. Right. But some of them, just a little more primitive technology on the, yeah. you know, Case really didn't have a powertrain that would hold shit. You know, so maybe an 1175, which not that many people had, their power shifts were all garbage for pulling anyway. You know, even a quad range, like, eh, it only holds so much for as much as people rave about a quad range, you know. That's what I always laugh about. It's like, and I know I'll get flamed for this, but it's like, oh, I got this big, bad 6030. Oh, you want to put a thousand horse to that? Oh, shit. You got to call Tim Engler and get a truck rear end put in it and get a transmission replaced, this, that, and the other. Oh, you got a 706? Yeah, that's good at 2,500 horse. It'll take it. You're fine. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, my, my, not the tractor we just got rid of, but the one before that. I mean, it was 706 differential axles, whatever. I mean, no, okay. the 1206s or whatever. But right, same. Same shit. Yeah. You know, yeah, it'll hold it. It's fine. You know, I'll but be you dead. got a sixty thirty. All that ring and pinion won't take it, and this won't take it, and that won't take it. And the transmission's complete garbage bullshit. Yeah. Well, now you got a seven hundred six. Yeah, we can put a little wider gears in there, and it'll be fine. You know. I, I just, and I'm sorry if this pisses people off. I don't see the hype on sixty thirties. It's a big, awkward, clumsy. I, I just, I don't I, see I've the hype. I've said it before. If it wasn't for tractor pulling, those things would be worth jack and shit. Yeah. Nobody farmed with them. Or if they did, they it was regrettable. And they, you know, they wished they wouldn't have. You know, they were like, "Shit, I should have bought a forty six forty. Like, what the hell did I do this for?" You know, like I said, they didn't make shit of. There wasn't very many of them made for a reason because they weren't good. Yeah. They were nose heavy. They were pigs. You know, a big bad sixty thirty. The three point on the arms on that thing are about the size of my pinky. Yeah, you know. They, you know, they burn a shitload of fuel. They're loud. Front They're tires noisy. are they drive ungodly like huge. Yeah, they, they have no redeeming qualities. They're cool now, but they weren't worth a shit for actually using them. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd never seen the hype in one. I, I wouldn't want one today. I mean, I, even if I had a million dollars, I wouldn't want one. I just, oh, I would buy one just to burn it on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I might pay, still do pay that. Pay Whistling Diesel. To... I might do that, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if Whistling Diesel would get more hate for demolishing a 4020 or a 6030 you know he done the 1206 and really pissed the ih guys off yeah. big time which i thought was funny I mean, everybody was bitching about it but like well hell if you own one it's just worth more now because it's there's one less in now. circulation yeah one less in circulation yeah <laughs> i think it's great <laughs> yeah 6030s never did much for me they've ruined every class they've ever been allowed to pull in is that right well essentially i mean like i said they weren't worth the shit to farm with and if they had to run their blocks that came in them those things were garbage yeah you know but the replacement motor quote unquote that's how they got by. And if John Deere could build a four-wheel drive, they'd have run out of those blocks 30 years ago. But fortunately, their four-wheel drive sucked ass. So every time you cross the ditch, it's on main bearings. So they got new motors all the time. So there's a shit ton of those blocks out there at one time. But they're about out of them now. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, they're about out of them now. They're getting harder to find. But. <laughs> yeah, them first John Deere four-wheel drives. And I'm not talking like the 7520s. I'm talking like the 86, 30s, and 40s. God damn them recruited. The only redeeming quality those pieces of shits had was they all had PTO for the most part. Yep. So they, they hung around for a while on a grain cart, but they yep. weren't worth a shit for anything no. else. Awkward, just Yeah. If you go in any shop fifteen years ago, there was an eighty six thirty or forty setting in it getting twenty grand spent on it and the tractor's worth fifteen. Yep. You know. Yeah. Just wasn't much to them. And, of course, then as machinery got bigger, guys were turning them up, and then they damn sure weren't rated for that, you know, oh, no. pulling the ass off of them all day long. And oh, blow a head gasket and this, that, and the other. What a pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan. No. <laughs> Get a stagger with an 855 in it and call it a day. Yep. Yeah. You want a four-wheel drive, buy one. Don't try to make a small one into it. It ain't going to cut the mustard. Yep. Yeah. Uh, International's last four-wheel drive would have been like a 40. 586 before they yeah, went to the Steiger. I mean, technically, well, so Steiger built those for them. But, yeah, technically they had uh, 77, 88s, yeah, and 73. But they only made a couple of each of those. Yeah. And they were basically a 4586 with side shields. Okay. I mean, essentially. Now, a 4366, was that actually an international trend, or did Steiger make all that? Steiger made all those did, from – uh, 4366 on up they made the stagger made the chassis and that's where two fools met and didn't capitalize you know stagger used all those ship box small cummins small cat motors that really weren't worth a shit they should have used dt466s in those and international just said hey instead of using 1066 rear ends turned backwards in the front axle and one the correct way in the rear axle just put your powertrain in it Put our small motor in it, 
put an 855 Cummins in it, or we'll build a big motor, because why they never built a big engine when they sold the lion's share of the semis back then, I'll never know. Why were they buying Cummins when they could have just made their own engine? That would have been good. And then they'd had the best of both worlds. I always said, if you could get a stagger back then that had IH's gauges, because that was the weak spot in my opinion, Wiring was a little suspect, but I can get around that. But their gauges were a little hokey. Like my ST310, the tack basically was zero and something else. Mm-hmm. Like, it only had yeah. two positions for the most part. Yep. IHS gauges in a 4586 and all that were, were good. Um, but using those IH rear ends, so they're gargantuan. You can't see anything and you can't get to a damn thing. You know, instead of having a little differential and some planetaries on the end, we've got a whole rear end housing here. If they'd have got together and streamlined that, they both might be in business today. Yeah. But. Now, what's his name retired north of here? Didn't he? John Barry? Yes. That's what um, I'm, I'm, I think he passed away. <laughs> oh, did he? I, I, I ain't heard or seen nothing. Last uh, time I ever not really dealt with the guy, but you know, had some doings with him or whatever, his wife was real sick. And that's yeah. been 15 years ago. She had like a heart transplant. His and, wife was real sick. And then I, I think, and that. Truly forgive me if I'm wrong here, but I think something happened to him. I know his son still does a lot of stuff, but I think something happened to John. But, but for the was, backstory, he was, he was on Tiger Guru. For the backstory on this, he lives 20, 30 miles north of us, whatever it is, and owned 30, 40, 50 Tiger. I mean, yeah. a shitload of these things. 30 to 40, anyway. ST310. At, at, at any given time. Yeah, I mean, and it was a little bit of everything. ST310. Now, he didn't have them real little baby no, Tigers, but. But we're talking what? Probably what? 15 years ago? Yeah. He rented out 40-ish Steigers. And that's what this guy done for a living. He, yeah. he had a whole fleet of Steigers to the tune 30, I, 40, 50. I think he used to be a Steiger dealer. Okay, could have been. I, I yep. believe back in the day or worked yep. at a Steiger dealer, one or the other. Okay. And then he acquired a ton of Steigers and he rented them out. Yeah, and he was dirt cheap on them. You could yeah. rent them and it, there was like yeah. no minimum hours, nothing. You just, you know, 50 bucks an hour or whatever it was. Whatever it was. Just use yep. it, and when you get the hours put on it, bring it back. And yeah. if one went down, he'll bring you another one. He'll bring you another. If I mean, if you even brought it back, like yeah, a lot of guys just kept them at their place. There wasn't another guy that yeah, you know, farming season was over. You just waited till yeah. We we knew a guys that had Steigers on their farm for like ten years and assumed they owned them, and they never did. They were just paying this guy fifty yeah. bucks an hour, yeah. which was really cheap horsepower at the time. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and these things were mechanically sound as perfect. You he would never he went with. through them from front to back, top to bottom. Some of them had good paint. Some of them didn't. He'd yep. usually paint a few a year, you know, try yep. to renew them or whatnot. But. Yeah, because I was working for a farmer. We had an ST310 from him. Thing ran like a striped-ass ape. And I don't remember the other. But remember, you come up and drove it. had the automatic transmission in it. And this yep. thing was like a car. It had park, reverse, neutral, and drive. Yep, yep. had Allison in it. Yep. Yeah, and that's exactly how you drove that tractor. Yeah. And it was a little weak in the field. I don't remember how many horse it was. And it wasn't terrible, but you could tell that tranny robbed a yeah. lot of power from it. But but it, it yeah. was neat to drive. I mean, it was literally park, reverse, neutral, and drive. You drove yeah. it just like a car. Yep. And way ahead of their time. Yeah, and that, I mean, them tractors were hell for stout, and we ran the shit out of them, and never I mean, had. A I know he person. told me in about that era that if you brought him a manual transmission in the bed of your pickup, and Jerry picked it out, set it on his workbench to rebuild, or brought him the whole tractor with with the automatic that was out, it was cheaper for him to pull the automatic out, rebuild it, and put it back in than it was to rebuild the manual transmission that, you, that you'd that you already taken out and brought to him in the bed of your pickup. Is that right? Yep. All That's what he told me. And he was I mean, yeah, he, he was a gospel. My SD310 come from North Dakota. I mean, not because it was built there. I physically right. bought it from a farmer right. in North Dakota. <laughs> but it was actually built there, but I, I bought it from a farmer in North Dakota. And uh, ironically, there was an article cut out of a newspaper with, with John Barry's phone number in the manual when I bought that track. No kidding. Yep. Which was kind of ironic being these 30 miles from here. Yeah. yeah. I guarantee you, if you needed to know anything about a Steiger, he was the guy he, to call. He knew, he knew it all. It didn't matter. He knew, he did, he, I've ne- I never asked him a Steiger question he didn't know the answer to. Yeah. So would his boy, do you know, is he still kind of doing the same gig? Yeah. Is he? I, I don't know. If he's got the full-blown deal going, I think they got rid of all the rental tractors and all that, I think. And I could be 100% wrong on this. I don't think they have much of that anymore, but I know I see him on, uh, I think it's on Facebook. He rebuilds, like, the steering columns and whatnot for him. Really? And so so I'm assuming he does other stuff, too. Probably. But I yeah. see the steering columns come up pretty regular because that was a, it was a shitty GM steering column. Yeah. Like most things GM. Yep. And uh, 
he would rebuild those, and or he does rebuild them and yep. sells them off. I remember one night, it was late one night, you called me. We either took a part up there or went and picked a part up. It was like 10 o'clock at night, and he yeah. had it sitting outside his shop yeah. or whatever it was. But I had never actually been to his place, but, God, he had them staggers just lined there, up in the rows. If yeah, he had 40 of them on rent, he had another 40 of them sitting there waiting yeah. to be something done to him. Yep. Yeah, I bought a three-point hitch off of him for my 310. It was brand new, never been used. No kidding. And that was in 2000. Four, yeah, <laughs> probably. Exactly. I mean, it, it come off a tractor that somebody it, it came with three point, but they literally never used it when I bought it from him. It, I mean, it was half fast froze up. It had literally never been up and down. Like the guy wow. bought a tractor had three point, it didn't need three point. Yep, it fit mine. I could give him fifteen hundred bucks for it, and it was literally brand new. Yep, them tractors were hell for stout. I mean, as far as just everything on them, yeah, I felt steel. was yeah, it was just made right. It was just mm-hmm. a heavy tractor. And I remember when we were kids, I'm not going to say they were rare around here, but it was almost like a status symbol. You, if you, yeah, if you, you had, had a couple stagger, of stigers, you're pretty top shelf. Yep. You were yeah. sitting in tall cotton. You know, nobody had them except for the big boys. If, if there's and, one I could get back, that's one of the top ones I regret selling. Really? Like, yeah. I mean, we'd, re- I'd bought a 9180. So that the stagger needed to go, but mainly because I couldn't afford to store it. You know, I didn't have, yeah. I didn't, or I didn't, not that I couldn't afford it. I didn't have room to store it, you know, yeah. just to keep it around. But I love that tractor. My kids were, my kids are still pissed about that. Yeah. They love that tractor. Oh, I love the cabs on them. Tons of room. Tons I mean, of room. And some, and mine, somebody had built a side console deal, which I still got. I kept it. A little side console deal. And they had the parts manual, the service manual, and the owner's manual all in there. It had this little tray and it was all handmade out of plywood or whatever. Yeah. But they put cab interior on it. No kidding. And it sat in there. And, and so it had a buddy seat, essentially. Yeah. Which at that time was the only tractor oh, we yeah. had with a buddy seat. It wasn't an official buddy seat, but you could sit on it. And my kids loved that tractor. You had a gear for everything. Had 20 speeds. Yep. You had a gear for everything. It yeah, because. Run 26, 27 mile an hour down the road. That thing would haul up a mail down the road. God, I'm trying to. That's been so long now. It's been 20 years since I've ran one of them. And it was an ST310. But I remember it had, was it two or three speeds up on the column by your throttle? There was, there, there was two up there and one on the floor. And one, okay. And then. So you had a five-speed on the floor yes, with yeah, reverse. That, yes. And then you had your essentially your high-low and your transfer case. Yes. So you could split every gear if you needed to. Yep. I, that's exactly what it was. I forgot. Because we had another mutual friend here, and I, I remember always asking, because <laughs> he had a stagger before I ever did. So way back, I'm like, well, what gear do you run in that thing? He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, how the hell do you not know what <laughs> gear you're in? And then I got one. I'm like, well, I know why. Because you got to follow the flow chart across uh-huh. it to know exactly what number it is. Yes. Normally, you always ran middle back on the floor in the field and then you did everything else with your ones on your dash to 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 fine-tune your speed yep and uh but so i never did pay attention to what number that actually if that was 12th if that was 11th like yeah i just always knew you you know middle yep. back on the floor forward on the one lever back on the other yep. it just depends on what you're doing like i said but you could always split them i, I remember we first got the first sulfur you know so we're trying to run 10 mile an hour or whatever it is now that thing had two Bic lighters for headlights. And I was in a field. I was working at an angle, so the rows were getting shorter. And it was at night. And I damn near run that thing through the woods. You know, because you didn't yep. idle down too much. You didn't have enough to steer. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and you didn't have enough hydraulics, so you had to keep it revved up somewhat. It's like, oh, shit, those are trees. Yeah. <laughs> you got to wheel this thing around here. <laughs> yeah. About put it in the woods. Yeah. I remember the funny thing. Uh, the farmer that I worked for that rented them from John, we also had... One or two 9,000 series deer four-wheel drives. That had been yeah. back, you know, when a 9,200 was a fairly new tractor. Yeah. But I remember when I first crawled up in that ST310, and I seen the shifter on the floor. I'm like, you got to be shitting me, you know, shifter between your feet. I'm like, this yeah. is going to fucking suck. Hell, it, it wasn't, wasn't no issue at all. That's, nope. That, my, my biggest bitch to that thing, and it's really not a bitch, but, you know, the air conditioner vents were all fairly low. Yeah, they was. So your legs would just freeze to death. Yep. You know, to try to get air to your face. But it had a good air conditioner in it. Like, I couldn't complain about the temperature in it. But, but further day, I don't know when an ST310 would have been a new. I think mine was a 79. But, I they, I mean, they had good visibility. Great they had visibility. good power. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they didn't ride all that bad. They didn't ride bad. The hydraulic levers were in a good spot. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, they were hooked right to the valve, but they were where they needed right. to they, be. They, yeah, they were laid out nice. It, yeah, I essentially had a side console there a little bit to 
for you, yeah. John Deere guys. I know how you guys yeah. like side console. <laughs> but for sure, in 1979, if you'd have got in one, you'd have been like, man, this thing's a Cadillac. I mean, you yeah. really would have back then. Yeah. It, yeah. No they were doubt. neat. Yeah. I, and there again, I, I know I've said this like five times tonight, but don't flame me, but I'm like, compared to a versatile of that day, I can't get on board with driving a versatile. For one, they only go like 15 mile an hour down the road, which just pisses me off. But like you sit down in a hole... I don't know how to explain this, and maybe I'm the only one, but a versatile drives different. A versatile of that yeah. same vintage drives so much different than a stagger. Yeah. Like, the, when you turn it and where you're at. And I think because the I, versatile I, hood was so fucking long. And you set so low. Where the, the stagger is pretty much like a four-wheel drive today. Yeah. I mean, stagger sets up high. Yeah. Like, you were up there. I just They just drive weird. And, I mean, even and this is coming from a guy who drove a 2 Plus 2, so I know about driving weird. Yeah. But... But if you look at the Steiger, even in the 70s, they thought, huh, what if we should put the pipe and the air cleaner over here by the corner of the cab where it's not in your way? Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, And And they did. And we'll paint the hood flat black so it doesn't glare. Yeah. Seems like that'll work. And we'll just, let's go down to Napa and buy half this tractor. Yeah. You know, we're going to use a steering column out of a 81 GMC. We're going to use, you know, master cylinders off of this. Yeah. You know, everything would, you, yeah, for, you would literally rebuild half that tractor from a Napa store. For those of you guys who've never been in one, maybe you've seen them from the road. So, yeah, when you get up in the cab, the steering wheel is just like a 1994 Chevy. You grab the little lever yeah. there on your left-hand side to mm-hmm. tilt the steering wheel down. And you, you would never know this until you get in one, but the, the hood is flat black on top. Yes. The whole rest of the tractor is green, but the top of the hood is black. Yep. Got a great so big hood so ornament. So it doesn't glare. Big old stagger on them yep. up there on the front. Sure enough. And I would still, if I had a million dollars, I would buy a new quad track and paint it the old-fashioned stagger green. Not I just, gonna, Not going to lie. Stagger green. I like it. I like it. I like it I lot. do, too. And as weird as that sounds and as ugly as that green is by itself, as, it looks cool on a track. As hard red as I am, I am this close to repainting my 9180 green. Yeah. This close. And actually, if I had a million dollars... I would buy an older, like an ST310, yeah. and I'd redo it just, yeah. just to have one of the just old vintage fixed up. They yeah. were, they were good tractors. And actually, uh, if you remember uh, Tanner talk there on TikTok a few yeah. months ago, he started, yeah. uh, you yeah, know, kind of doing a, a little series. Yep. And one of them videos, I don't remember which one it was. Uh, somebody commented on there that was that guy's name, like Doug Steiger. I, I forget the guys first, one, but their last name was Steiger. One of them was Maurice originally. Okay. Well, nonetheless, he's a space cowboy. I think he, part-time. yeah, <laughs> he, he, uh, he done a series on Steiger tractors. Yep. And one of the grandkids to the Steiger brothers yeah. commented on that. That said, "That's funny because," and, uh, and Doug's probably not the guy's name, but they said so and so Steiger is my dad, and I mean it clearly was their last name was Steiger, and it was uh, from if you stalked their profile. I mean, it, it was awesome. legit. That's all. But. But I think it was a a girl, if I remember right. It wasn't it wasn't a boy, but it was a and I. She said one of them was her dad or grandpa, but <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. neat. Yeah, they were tough as nails, and they literally used every engine combination you could find. But you know, we talked about this in the last podcast recorded, and I don't know which order these will air in. But we were talking about how fucked up new equipment is. It just makes you want to go out and build your yeah. own tractor. Back then, that's what they did. That's what they did. Big Bud, Steiger, versatile. Like, Watch this. We'll just build ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. made it. They made it good, and they made it right. I yeah. mean, it, that's really neat. And then to think that it was so good that a company like International or Case comes along and says, "Hey, yeah, build our shit for us. You're so good at it." I mean, that's yeah. that's really neat. No doubt. <clears throat> no doubt. I wonder where the the green paint come from. Though. I mean, that, that's uh, the most off. I read something on that. They. They got a hell of a buy on it. Like, it was overstock. They went in to get paint. They weren't sure. Really? They, they didn't really have a preference on color. And the guy's like, well, we got a shitload of this that somebody backed out of. I'm like, all right, we'll take it. And that's where, to my knowledge, that's where it came from. No kidding. Yeah. Talking about paint schemes, though, it makes you wonder where a lot of these companies got their, you know, like IH, red and white, John Deere, green and yellow. Yeah. You know, makes you wonder where they... Probably due to economics, probably the cheapest paint when they went to get whatever they could have been. To get, you know, and then of course, if you're Alice Chalmers and your competitors already got a red tractor, you you don't want to go that to cause any confusion. Yeah. You know, so you be different. Yeah, yeah. Maroon belly versus black belly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
And like I said, there's factors in there we probably don't understand. But there's been some cool paint schemes over the years. I see where Case IH is coming back out with a Black Knight. I've seen that. Which, it always cracks me up that Case IH honors the, the Case heritage to the 10th degree. I'm like, nothing Case about that company anymore. Right. Like that, that shit was garbage. They couldn't sell. They had to paint it red to get rid of it. Like, exactly. Yeah, I mean, they basically shit-canned everything they of had Case. No, they had nothing left. They shit-canned everything in Case over time, and they eventually yeah. got rid of it all. They, you know, they fact, used some of their weights for a while, which was dumb because IH had the best weight there ever was. But Yeah. In yeah. fact, I'm going to venture to say... Now, most of the black ones do look pretty cool. Over they the do, gold. yeah. But as far as the industrial side construction, yeah, Case was dominant, mm-hmm. for sure. But the farm side... Yeah, not so I much. Mean, like no, you say, no. they painted all that shit red just to bleed out the rest of the case just shit. To get rid and of it. Yeah. Took all the IH. We're going to take a little siesta here while people buy this side muffler bullshit. And, yeah. Uh, with the stupid dog leg muffler, and we're going to get rid of that shit, and we're going to come back out with something else. I only know of one farmer in the immediate area that had like a 30, 3594 yeah. IA, or Case International with the mm-hmm. front wheel assist. But it was, it was literally a white case painted red. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was about the end of the era on that shit, you know, yeah. that all went to. Because yeah. I think IH had a lot of that shit in design. They you know, the Magnum tractors. They and had, they the, had it more or less done. Yeah. yeah. They they dubbed Case's shitty dash in there that I'm still not. That's If there's the worst feature of the Magnum. Yeah, the J.I. Case symbol. I just, well, uh, that <laughs> stupid eagle. Yeah. That goddamn buzzard in the middle still irritates me. <laughs> and then their shitty bar graph dash. Yeah. It's okay. Uh I'll take the gauges because they use those in the combines till what, 2006? Yeah. So I think they were okay. Um, I'll take the gauges, but, it, you know, magnums were good. Make, but IH had all that done. There's a 5488. The door opens the correct way. The fenders are on it. All that shit was done. Yeah. Ain't I that was something. curious what they were going to do with the hood because the hoods in a 50 series do kind of suck. And they were modeling all those out of wood. If you look back into those old pictures or whatever, they were doing some shit there. I assume it was going to tilt or slide or something. But Yeah, because I didn't realize till well, it's probably been 10, 15 years ago now, that like on a 2 plus 2, that hood slides forward, right? Yeah, slides, that's the hood they ever had. Yeah. Slides forward right out of your way unless you want to fill the radiator. Then it's about two inches too short. And so I guess pick it up and lift it on a 2 plus 2, you got to take the exhaust off. Is that right? And no. then no. how does that work then? Because the exhaust right at the back of that split, so it's cut half circle there. Ah, Just roll it away. Okay. Pop the latch, roll it away. Well, eventually they put side latches on like a semi because the cable was suspect. Gotcha. So they put side latches on it. You pop those and just roll the hood out of your way. You know, that's one tractor you don't see anymore around here. Is a two plus two. You know, that was pretty popular Not very with many. kids. Yeah, but. You I still love see two plus two. I mean, I, that's one tractor I've never drove. I always thought that'd be. Oh, uh, they're they're fun to drive. We uh, really you yeah. articulate in front of the cab. I always yeah, thought that'd be fun. awkward. Yeah, you either love them or you hate them, but as long as you don't use them as a four wheel drive, they're just a front wheel assist. Yeah, with big tires. As long as you use them like that, they're fine. Them later ones, like what the sixty three and seventy two eighty eights, yeah. where they had duels all the way around them. Mm-hmm. You know, them look like a beast. You know. If Case hadn't hated them so much and shit canned, because they had enough parts to build roughly 3,000 7488s from what I read at one time, then they shit canned all that. Was the 74 the one they only built like yeah. a couple 70, of? 74 and 72, I think they built like 16 of them total. That's what I was thinking, yeah. If they hadn't had scrapped those, that would have been the standard for a while. Really? Other company, well, because you could hold big saddle tanks, which was the thing back then. Yep. They turned super short. Which was pretty neat because front wheel assist at that time turned for shit. Yeah. You know, that would have been a deal. Those are great to plant with, great to cultivate with. They're great for tillage as long as you're not using them as a four-wheel drive. You know, they, they were good on a lot of a lot of things. Yeah, because the smaller ones, you were not supposed to run duels on the front, right? Technically, a 30, well, yeah, 3,000 or 6,000 series, you really weren't supposed to run duels on the front. A lot of people did, but you weren't supposed to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's one tractor I've never even set in the cab of, to my knowledge. I remember when you guys had one, but never never ran one. Essentially, it's a 1086 or a 3688, um, depending on which version you've got in the cab. Yep. Man, the hood's a little long, but honestly, the, the, the view from the cab isn't very much different th- than from an MX270 that replaced it. Really? Yeah. The hood looks eerily similar from the cab view. 
Yep. Now, from the side view, but from the cab view, it, it really doesn't change much. Yeah. What the hell is all under that long hood? I mean, from the windshield to the front, I mean, it's like, <laughs> that's like a mile, it seems like. So, we're immediately in front of the, the cab, there's the fuel tank and your hydraulic stuff a little bit, steering and whatnot. Then you've got your engine and drop box and I'll be dang. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I never minded ours. They're, they were, at that time, we used to pull a disc a lot with ours. It was great on the disc. You didn't have to worry about getting stuck. You weren't going to pull it any faster than you were pulling it before, but you didn't have to worry about getting stuck. You had the traction, pulled it good, you're good to go. Yeah. I, we never had. I never personally had any trouble with ours. My brother could tear it up in a heartbeat, but I never had any trouble with ours. Yeah. I, I never broke it. It was it was good. Well, like you say, at the time when them were out, you know, front wheel assist tractors were a they were kind of rare. They, they were very crude, and they didn't turn for shit. Yeah, it took forty acres to turn one of them around. Yeah, two plus two turns on a dime. They turned shorter than a two wheel drive tractor at that time. Is that right? And you didn't have to lay your foot on the brake. You just turned. Yeah. I mean, it took a little bit to get used to driving it. You could drive right up to a fence post, crank the wheel. You'd miss it. Just yeah. bang, going the other way. <laughs> you just followed it around. Wasn't a big deal. Did anybody else ever try to copy that but then never release it? You know, like, did Deer ever have a prototype? Not that or, I know of. I didn't but know. But I, I think if the 74s and 72s would have been released, I think other companies would have followed, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't until, so you think the 2 plus 2 got killed off in 85-ish. You know, there really was nothing that turned anywhere close to that till what, 93 when the 8400 come out? Probably. Roughly. Yep. Um, and still didn't have room for big-ass saddle tanks, you know, back when you were spraying mm-hmm. atrazine, you know, by the bulk. Right. With your field cultivator or whatever. Saddle tanks is a big deal. You could cultivate with them. You could plant with them. Like, wasn't a bad ride. Had they not been set up like a 10, 1086 on some aspects pretty good where did the term two plus two come from that i assume because it was two in the front and two in the back were the same size yeah i i don't know else had done that yeah because that's actually stamped on the side of them ain't it two oh, plus two. yeah big emblem yeah yep. well, and yeah. your snoopies yeah whole nine yards i loved ours <laughs> yeah i loved it i'll have another one someday really yeah. I always wanted to build a Magnum 2 plus 2, but now I'm greedy. Now I want an MX 2 plus 2, which would be a touch harder to do. I seen one on Facebook a long time ago. Somebody put the yeah. the uh, Magnum rear end behind the, you know, look pretty neat. But I, I assume, could you still power shift it and the whole? Well, the, so they had torques. Okay. It wasn't until 72 and 74 you had the same transmission as a 5088, the STS. Oh, okay. Got you. But they had torques just like a 1086 or anything else of that era. But a 63, 65, 67 shifted on the right where you should shift. But, yeah, they were good. Yeah, I mean, when we were kids, I'm not going to say there was dozens of them around here, but there was a, a few, I mean. I can think of six that were within four miles of here. Yeah. You know, pretty easy, which is per capita is not yeah, bad. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah. Six or seven, actually. Yeah, that's that was basically the first era of a decent four-wheel drive track. You know well, what I mean? I mean, yeah. high-horsepower front-wheel assist, basically, what they yeah. were with, with some load-carrying capacity. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was quite the... I never minded ours. And it makes you wonder, you know, them engineers, did they walk up to a four-wheel drive tractor and be like, I wonder what this would be like if it pivoted in front of the cab. Well, you know, how did that come about? I think to our previous conversation about trying to using use parts they already had, they were trying to do that. Gotcha. You know, it shares all the parts from the split back of a 1086, 1486, whatever. Um, It shared all that. So, and then the same engine, whatever. So there's some unique stuff in the front, but, for the most part, a lot of you, a lot of similar parts, which you know is pretty handy from the farm standpoint. But I think it was an easy way to get the ability to turn short, whatnot. It was a because that was kind of the era solution. when farm equipment was getting, which would be small by today's standards, but it was getting substantially bigger than the seventies. Yeah, and 
you know, so you were looking for more weight, more yeah. horsepower, mm-hmm. you know, more traction, the whole ball of wax. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I, I mean, I think I had a ton of potential that really never got capitalized on. And once front wheel assist started turning underneath the tractor, more or less, it probably went away. But nobody thought about doing that at that time. Right. Yeah, because even the the there first still some advantages to it. Sure. The first gen Magnums didn't turn all that. You know, a seventy one hundred series Magnum didn't turn all that great. Eighty nine really wasn't that much better. Like they changed the weight bracket, so it turned yeah. out a little bit until better, you dish the wheels clear out. Yeah, you know, they weren't great. Right. Turning. Like I said it really wasn't until you got to the to the eight thousand series deer where they turned and the super steer New Holland. Oh yeah, you know, yep. Forgot about that. Super yep. queer. Yeah. Um, I mean, it turned short, but there's a lot of high wear parts there and whatnot. I mean, and there again, you're not going to put saddle tanks on all that shit. Right. And carry all of that around, you know, which kind of went away and then it's kind of coming back now. Actually, now we, it is. Now we yeah. got planters with all this shit on it and we're putting all kinds of snake oil, this, that, and the yep. other on it. Yeah, instead yeah. of chemical, now it's starter and, yeah. you know, different fertilizers. Of Yeah. So now we're making tanks all sorts of weird, unique shapes to fit here, there, and wherever where a 2 plus 2 could just, ter- just yeah. carry it. You know? I see some of these guys. It's like, how do you even get in the tractor? I mean, you've got tanks stacked all over. you got one in front, one on each side, yeah. one on the planter hedge. I mean, that's, Here, there, wherever. Yeah. 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 Unbelievable. Yeah. You wouldn't think that we'd need that, being as we're injecting every seed with Roundup. But yeah, right. Yeah, apparently we do. But, you know, we had that transition period in probably, what, the late 90s, early 2000s where you couldn't give a set of saddle tanks away. Once Roundup yeah. Ready soybeans come out, I mean, yeah, you couldn't do nothing with it. I mean, guys were yeah. just throwing them in the hauler. I mean. Yeah. Saddle tanks were over. But, God, when we were kids, everybody, ev- had, everybody had at least one tractor with saddle tanks on it. You had everybody. a, you had a uh, what were those, 15-gallon drums of atrazine or whatever. Their fuel cultivator be green. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yep, I had nozzles that. on the front bar there, and yep, spray it down, work it in. Yep, it, saddle it, tanks everywhere, just out there in an open station tractor. Oh just yeah, that shit. Yeah, just loving it. And you see now why? Hard to believe those guys died of something. That's just it, you know. Because just think about when you go to change field cultivator sweeps. I mean, everything mm-hmm. on that cultivator was just soaked in that shit. Yeah. I mean, been running it all spring, getting drift on it. Yeah. I mean, just yeah, it ain't no wonder. <laughs> yeah. And we're worried about, you know, this, that, and the other. But that didn't bother us. It's, right. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. It'll be all okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of dangerous shit back in them days. You know, then they had you, the Magnum 2 Plus 2 that they never came out with, which I also think would have been pretty popular. Yeah. But there's only the one. I think Dirt Boys restored it or whatever. But uh, it was at the planter division for years just using it as a yard tractor, but they fixed it all up now and whatnot looks good. You know, we had talked earlier outside of the podcast about if case would have just released their Magnum on tracks mm-hmm. that they had out for years. Yeah. I years. Mean, the half track and they had tracks on the front tracks on the back. Yep. We'll just do it. with tracks. I've on got the back. a picture of one and it was labeled on that picture is in one of them books e- that somebody EXP. sent me and it was from, I'm going to say like that. 1993 farm progress show i mean it was way back yeah. and had it was a magnum tractor yeah. with four tracks on it just like yep. the n- new ones the deer guys are going nuts over <laughs> had been out that long you know yeah. and it's unbelievable well it wasn't cool till deer, deer well yeah deer, you know so. had to wait till the patent run yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but, uh, now it's something awesome yeah <laughs> yeah but does case have something like that now new with four tracks on a, on a, as far as like a, a front what we would call a front wheel assist frame, you know. I, I think it's just rear tracks on there. I was gonna say it's I've seen half track, isn't it? I've seen several with rear tracks, but tires on the front. Yeah, were, I think I think it's tracks on the back, tires on the front. I'll be damned. Yeah, I think so. The nice part about that is it's way easier to work on. You can exactly, get, you can get to a bunch more. Shit. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty open underneath. Yeah. Yeah, which doesn't mean a lot of stuff to some people, but for me. Yeah, when you're being, able, yeah. being able to slide my fat bottom in there, it helps out. I don't know what's your opinion. Would you would you ever own a track tractor? Oh yeah, we at some point. Yeah, of course. I guess IH don't have a two track. Which wonder why that is. You know, why did they never like deer? Two tracks suck. Is that right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I I didn't know. I mean, you know, I'm, they, I'm just just gigging. Now, so they're, you know, two tracks really weren't popular around here. No, they are now, but somewhat. I mean, deer's two track tractors really aren't popular around here, though. No, there's more cats than more cats than anything. But that's like a different following. Like that's a different breed. Not knocking those guys. Some of those are really good tractors, but. You know, you get in different parts of the world where my in-laws are at in uh, northern Minnesota. There's a ton of, of two-track deers up there because their four-wheel drive is power hopped. Those don't power hop because their soil is different than ours. So there's a bunch of track. Everything's on tracks up there because of the power hop issue. Um, you know, two tracks are fine. You know, if you're going over up and down like terraces or whatnot, they're a little jumpy on that. You know, being a red guy, we had the quad track since what ninety seven, so didn't really need it, right? Makes I sense, guess, you know. So, I have no huge beef with two track machines. Um, the the limited time I've spent in a in a cat was pulling a three point implement. It was on road tracks. That was a terrible plan. It went through the field sideways, and you couldn't straighten it out or just spin out. But it really wasn't meant to do. It was like a 45 on narrow tracks pulling a three-point V-ripper, which was not really what it was for. Yeah. I know years ago at the co-op, I ran a 95-20 on tracks, putting anhydrous on. And, of course, it did not have the wide wide swing draw bar, which was a major pain in the ass because it didn't take any sort of a little bit of a curve in the field. Like when you open it up, go around the end rows. And you couldn't turn it. I mean, it just spin out. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and I'm talking, if you were going straight, uh, probably a 15-degree angle, you couldn't corner it. You'd have yep. to raise up, turn out, and then hit it straight. Mm-hmm. was a pain in the ass. Great going through the field, I mean, as far as the ride, mm-hmm. everything else. Now, I think if you'd had the wide swing draw bar, that would have alleviated that. You would have been able to got the tractor turned yeah. by the time the draw bar hit. And oh, then, yeah. but. But from that aspect, it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. No doubt. Like I said, they're a little rough going up and down inclines or declines or whatever. Yeah, but. and roads, they're rougher than shit. But. And that's what I've always wondered, like, down here where we're farming. You know, we got several waterways. Yeah. You know, I wonder, that's got to be rough going through waterways, I assume. I don't, you I don't think, remember. You would think. I mean, but you talk to those diehard cat guys, and, I mean, there's the one model that has a C18 in it, which, I'm not going to lie, it would be pretty freaking sweet. Like, that's a pretty badass motor to have in a tractor. And they're, I think they're 525 horse stock, and I think, you know, 600 plus is not a challenge for them. Eh, that ain't bad, especially for that time frame. Yeah. You know? It's funny how four-wheel drives get really big for a little bit, and they kind of dipped. And now we're, we're back to 600 plus. But there was a time in there where anywhere in the fours is all you were getting. Sure. You know? Yep. Outside of, well, by then Big Bud was pretty much done. Yep. So there was a time in there where 400 and some was all you were getting. Yeah. You know. yep. Which was a lot of horse for yeah, the day. I mean, it was, but I mean, we had bigger than that prior to that. Right. And then it's like, well, we're not selling enough of these. We'll, we'll dabble down into the fours and we'll come back at it. Well, like you and I talked outside, you know, that 9190. Yeah. Case IH, I mean, that thing was a hog. That was a mammoth deal. Yeah. KT-1150. KTA. Yeah. That's a lot of motor. Yeah. What was them rated at horsepower? 525. Jesus. That was stock. I mean. That was stock. Yeah. Yeah. God. And that was on the low end. Yeah. yeah. A KTA-1150 is, like, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there, there's nothing you can say about that. That thing's just awesome. Other than spending money to work on it. I mean, they're pretty pricey. But. I can't help but think that thing didn't drink the fuel. I mean. Well, you want a big horse, you got to feed it to right. it. I mean, but you're going to get some yeah, work done with it, too. some work done. I mean, you, you don't pull 30-foot equipment with one of those. Right. <laughs> I always remember looking in the magazines, you know, all the Case H brochures, you know. It looked like the motor of that thing was a mile long. I mean, just yeah, it was huge motor sitting in there. Well, the pistons are bigger round than me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sizable. But yeah, that that tractor would have been new, like what in ninety one or two. I mean, early. Well, yeah, probably before that. Was it? Yeah. So, and you know, you're talking five hundred twenty five horse clear back then. I mean, yeah, that would have been unheard of. 
I say you didn't get that again till not all that long ago. Right. Really. Yeah. 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 That's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know what one of them would have weighed out of the factory in ninety one ninety, but it had to be a shitload. It I mean, that was shitload. a mammoth of a tractor. And you know what? So back to the power hopping thing and and how that works. You know, if you if you see a a ninety three seventy, a ninety one seventy, whatever it is. In Steiger world, you never see them with weights around here. No, you don't. They're already way overbuilt and heavy. Now, if you go to the Dakotas, Montana, Minnesota, you'll see some weights on them, some triples, whatever. Triples around here wouldn't do you any good. Couldn't get it anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Our bridges aren't wide enough. But you you almost never see a stagger with weights here. You'll see a versatile with weights. You'll see some other shit with weights, but you'll never see a stagger with weights here. I can honestly say I've never seen a Steiger with weights ever. No, here, ever. Not, not around never. here. I mean, I've seen pictures of them, but they were never from around here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's unreal. That, they, had, they had plenty of weight. And different soil types pull different. Oh, for sure. Just yeah. That's the way it is. Yeah. And, you know, around here, a lot of people didn't get into that really big. You know, they run on 60-foot field elevators in the Dakotas 30 years ago. I mean, yeah. nobody around here they, would even they, drink they to bought, that. They bought a four-wheel drive, but they didn't buy the equipment to really match it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which, there again, our roads really wouldn't support. You couldn't get it anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's back before they were all plastic and yeah, everything else. You didn't have to pile $10,000 worth of weights on the son of a bitch. <laughs> on a 9190, there's really no surface you can step on that you're going to hurt. Right. The fenders are steel. It, it's all it's all steel. Yep. I don't know how many of them was made. It couldn't have been that many. I mean, well, I've never. Wouldn't, wouldn't have been a ton. I've never seen it, one in person myself. Um, I've only seen one. Yeah. Yeah. Or that I physically got to touch. I've probably seen a couple other than that, but that I physically touched was just one. Yeah, that was a chunk of steel rolling through the field on one of them. Yeah. Pretty wild. I mean, but that being said, you don't see a lot of semis with KTA 1150s in them either. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's a whole different animal there. I mean, I mean they're they're out there, and now they're pretty collectible. But you don't you didn't see a lot of them back then. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to go to tractor data or something, you know, and just see how many of them was yeah. made, just out of curiosity. But there, damn sure wasn't that many sold in the Midwest here where we're at. Yeah. I mean, but you get to Montana or the Dakotas, there might have been more than a guy realized. They yeah. still bring really good money because there's not very many of them. But yeah, yeah. And they're, I mean, for guys to use them, I mean, they're not just buying them to collect them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you're going to touch one of them for under 100 grand. I mean. I don't think so, no. They're pretty popular on a yeah. tile plow. Yeah. So, so with Randall, Randall Brothers just sold their Greensteiger version of it. It was a 470 or whatever it was. 470 or 525. I think it's 470. But uh, just sold it the other day, which has been a staple of their operation for decades. Yeah. Stuff's high, and somebody offered them enough money, and they let it go. But yeah, those are pretty badass tigers. Yeah. Tigers, Tony, you got to know your cats. Yep, that's right. Tiger had them all: the tiger, the puma, the bear cat, the panther. panther. Got to know your cats. <laughs> Yo, um, I don't know if they ever got ever got into cheetahs, and I think they they did no have a cheetah. cougar, didn't they? They had a cougar, a panther, a lion, a tiger, a bear cat. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I tell you what, though, them first. Was them the Bearcats, the smaller Stigers, the early ones? Them things were pretty crude. I mean, they... Yeah. Yeah. They were a little bitty for a four-wheel drive. But but when you think you're replacing a... Yeah. You know, 40-20, it's a pretty big deal. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. Big tillage. Yep. And that's like the big buds, you know. I mean, them never, ever made it to the Midwest. I mean, that was a a Western track. In fact... I'll bet I was 18 years old. I'd always see the Big Bud toys, but I thought it was like a novelty. I didn't realize that Big Bud was an actual real tractor until I was probably 18 years old. You know, it was unheard of. I mean. Yeah. You're right. I mean, you never saw one around here. I thought it was like, you know, like a rural king tractor. Yeah, that's what I thought. Just something. Something they made up. Right. Especially. I'm not knocking the name Big Bud, but when you see that on a on a toy, you're like, well, that's just a novelty yeah. for kids. You know, you don't think that it was an actual real tractor, but yeah, it sure as hell was. No, there was none of those here. And 
they, they took it to the extreme the other way. I mean, they were yeah. so fucking gargantuan yeah. on the big ones. That, right. Well, we're right here. We don't have to ship them, so we'll just make yeah. them big. Yeah. That thing with duels on it's bigger than a tractor around here with fucking quads. I mean, yeah. humongous. Yeah. That 747 be fun to run, though. Oh, shit. I can't think you, you could phase it with 40-foot equipment very easy. Yeah, I wouldn't think. I mean, good God, I'd say your ass when you're sitting in the seat of that thing is as high as the cab on any four-wheel driver. <laughs> I, mean, I would think so, yeah. That thing's a ways up there. Yeah, it sure looks like it anyway. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, that's big. That's pretty wild, though, that you know you got a family that, in a sense, makes really good money off of basically just taking that tractor around and showing it to people. I mean, yeah. you, you know not doing anything else with it just taking it from here to the here yeah. to the here and which that thing can't be ch- cheap to ship i would think i wouldn't think it's, so no <laughs> start peeling tires and shit off of it and hauling it and that's quite the tires alone would be more than oh god you want to spend yeah you ain't a shitting yeah. you want to watch out for nails <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> Get that dude power hopping, you're going to have a problem. Deer antlers. Yeah, you power hop that, it's a very, pretty bad day. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh, well, yeah, we once better, again, better wrap her up. we've come come back full circle, full I guess. Circle. Yeah. Just like we always say, but I don't know. Yeah, the old Stigers, them was good tractors. I got to hand it to them. Yeah, Love, loved the one we had. Yep. So, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We will see you next time.